good. How are y'all doing? What's good to find dolls, to find dumplings, my divine sweet apple pies. <laughs> Anyways, so um, as I'm on here, it's funny if you haven't already noticed, I have a very um social butterfly type of. I get attracted to like shiny things. Or shiny ideas and then I flutter on to the next thing. But I like it because my personality before was just like very strict. I have to be here at this time and only do this and stick to something. And so one of the things I've loved is just being able to just be like, if I want to do it, I do it. If I don't want to do it, I don't do it. If And so, you know, it when I, you're going to see it in the title. I want to talk about the Natalie uh, Holloway and how this guy got... He's in the process of being extradited from Peru. And how with this whole double eclipse energy that we had where there was a like uh, exposure of all these covert things to the 10th degree. And there's a part of me that is thinking, you know, um, I would enjoy putting together the videos for you and uploading them. It would be a little bit more work. And then that's where the hang up is. Um, and I'm not doing this for money. If you, I think I only get paid like 15 or 45 cents for every 1000 listens or something. So it's, it's, I'm definitely not doing this for the money, but I, I would like to add a visual component and or explore what it means to just go on YouTube and talk about stuff like this. So anyways, let's get into this. And, and this is, I think part of when I talk about me getting bored with certain things, it's like including myself i'm aware of things that are happening on a national and global scale but because in a way i am reacting to what other content creators are doing i don't really you know explore the depth of what i'm seeing all around me i know there was a a podcast where i try to record it about the the Oh, it's skipping my mind right now. When Elon Musk sent that uh, thing into like the X space into into the whatever, lost the file or didn't feel comfortable with the file because sometimes I go in and out of personal and stuff and had pivoted from. But yeah, so there's there's lots of stuff. Another interesting thing that came out in the news. So two interesting things that I think kind of affect mainstream culture, mainstream society too. Is like even with what happened with Trump. And him having to pay um, the woman $5 million. I think that's a huge win for women. Um, and I was talking to my dad a little bit and telling him, like, you know, I don't think... I'm sure they do, but that opens up the floodgates for the rest of us to get a little bit more justice. Because it's very... What are the odds that you're going to indict a president, you know, for something like that and to ha- and to um, have her win? Um, and so what does that mean for everyday people? But anyways, real quick, I think um, just to try to do this some justice too. a lot of you are kind of familiar with the whole Shanquella um, scenario where you had Americans go to another country kill an American and come back to the U.S. and America is doing absolutely zero, zip, zilt, zero, zero, nada, like nothing. And I really do think that it sends a message that you can go to these other countries and 
you know, take snuff out your partner, your friend, your business partner, your companion, your children, and nothing's going to happen to you, right? Like, you just can get off scot-free. So much so to the Cabo, so much so that the Cabo 6, at the time I'm recording this, do you, y'all, there is like a war in the backyard. Like, the birds in our the backyard have been going at it for the last couple hours. I don't know if you can hear them in the background, but anyways, um, so much so that Cabo 6 was out clubbing last weekend and they were recognized and some of the people in the crowd jumped the Cabo 6 as they're out partying. It's like, got away scot-free with murder. Nobody's tagging their ass. Nobody's blowing them up. No one's brought them in for charges or anything. And they're just out here scot-free. And I know that uh, one of my favorite content creators, the Gossip Oracle, was kind of talking about how there are other cases where um, you can extradite people and bring them to justice. And so what are the odds? That's one hell of a coinkydink. Because I've been talking a little bit about how the um, double eclipses have played a role in like we've already we're already going through exposure like the layers on on the way that we do things and used to do things are getting peeled back you understanding who you're dealing with and how people are whether it's on a collective scale or individually like those layers are getting peeled all the way back and like to you know so what are the odds that right in the middle of this whole conversation about what's happening with Shanquella, how the Cabo Six are out here just living their whole best entire best lives and the U.S. is doing zero about it and I know that one of the things that that came up was the Natalie Holloway stuff and um time I'm recording this this is uh Friday May 12th this came out on ABC News 10 hours ago I want you to listen to this it's it's a two-minute clip but by the one minute mark, it's already going to be like going over. It's going to be going into commercial. But I want you to listen to this. I'm suspect in Natalie Holloway's disappearance nearly 20 years ago. We're learning new details about when Jordan Vandersloot went to the, will be on U.S. soil. Carol Reshef has the latest. Good morning, Ariel. Good morning to you, George. Jordan Vandersloot's attorney is set to be in court today, vowing to try to keep him in Peru, where he is serving a nearly three decades long sentence for murdering another young woman. But the... So what's interesting about that, because they're saying the Vandersloot guy, um, you probably, you know, are old enough to remember the Natalie Holloway situation. And um, for some reason, it just escaped me that he had harmed another woman, toe-tagged another woman in Peru. And Peru was not having it. And I really, um, you know, I had a friend that was, Peruvian and Cuban. She was a Peruvian Cuban mix. And not that it matters, but you know, in terms of what you think about how women are treated in other cultures and what would, would you would consider to be like third world countries or whatever what have you. Although if I were to do commentary commentary similar to this, I can show you that America is pretty much we're competing for third world status at this point. Um you really look at what's what's we're going to hell in the handbasket <laughs> that's lit on on kerosene but anyways so 
if you were to like juxtapose this or overlap it with what's happening with the Shankola case, one Mexico should have gotten the Cabo Six. That's one. And then two, America should have been looking to either extradite or have this guy have the Cabo Six brought the t- brought to justice. But neither of those things happened. But when it comes to other countries defending their own women, you know, because I think part of the issue, too, with Mexico is kind of like it's a black woman. So they don't really care if it had been one of their own. Then it's kind of like, OK, then, yeah, they would have fought more, you know. Um, but because because it is a black woman, it's kind of like whatever, you know, it, it's just it's just another life. And. Um, same thing with America. It's just, you know, forget the fact that Shankola was a business owner, um, upstanding citizen, and, and a woman, the same way that Natalie Holloway is a woman, but because you don't have to protect the complexion for the protection, they're not doing anything about it. And so I just wanted to bring up that point. I'll go back like 10 seconds, but I wanted to highlight how Peru is not even playing around. They've already kept him out there for like two decades and they want him to feel the maximum wrath. But at the same time, they're working with with um, America, who is who is looking to with the United States to make sure that, you know, he is brought to justice. And there's this coordinated, collaborative effort. But the same thing is not done to Shanquella. And for all the naysayers out there or younger people who may not have for, who may have forgotten or didn't weren't familiar with this. Yeah, here you go. What are the odds that this would come out? Like I said, um, Friday, May 12th on ABC News 10 hours ago. Let me finish playing this. Vander Sloat's attorney is set to be in court today, vowing to try to keep him in Peru, where he is serving a nearly three decades long sentence for murdering another young woman. But the Peruvian ambassador overseeing his extradition telling us it is imminent. This morning, officials say Joran Vandersloot, the suspect in the 2005 disappearance of Alabama teen Natalie Holloway, could be extradited from his prison cell in Peru to the U.S. within days. We are working to do it as soon as possible. We are uh, defining some details of this uh, process. And so the person you were just um, listening to right there is, let me go back, oh, he's the ambassador for... Peru. Prison cell in Peru to the U.S. within days. We are working to do it as soon as possible. Yeah, the ambassador of Peru to the United States, Ambassador Gustavo Mesa Cuadro. We are uh, defining some details of this uh, process. But Vandersloot's attorney telling ABC News he will fight the transfer in Peruvian court today. The U.S. pushing for the move since January. And the Peruvian ambassador overseeing the extradition telling ABC News both countries want him to face justice. This individual has caused a lot of sorrow, not only in the U.S., but also in Peru. So it's, it's, it's time for him to face also the charges he has here in the U.S. And I think that, you know, I have pivotal moments that make me want to come on here and share my raw reaction to stuff and i will go back like 10 seconds that what he said right there is what made me want to come on here because he said you know this individual or in or in my words this motherfucking f x y has caused so much um sadness in both peru and the united states that we want to make sure that he's come to justice well couldn't you say the same thing for Shanquilla? You know, 
For two of her loving parents, her sister, her family that loved her, she became our sweetheart, you know, and mourning the loss of, of a young, you know, vibrant life and a soul to be lost in such a tragic way. And so it's like one of those things where our tragedy and our grief is undermined, you know. <clears throat> a lot of sorrow not only want him to be an ambassador overseeing the extradition telling abc news both countries want him to face justice this individual has caused a lot of sorrow not only in the u.s but also in peru so it's, it's, it's time for him to face also the charges he has here in the u.s holloway vanished in aruba during a school vacation nearly two decades ago the dutch native currently serving a 28-year sentence in peru for murdering another woman Bruh, and then to make it worse, he was a Dutch native, so he's not even from the United States. I, I it's been a while, obviously two, two, uh, twenty years, close to twenty years since he was out here doing this X Y stuff. But this is how you know all these different nations, even back then, decades ago, and and even if you were to look at the um so at the one minute and twenty one second mark the the young lady that he killed or toe tagged in in Peru the these countries are serious about their women but I think just globally Mexico's showing their ass Joe Biden's showing his ass apparently Kamala don't have much say in in what's going on. Um, FBI, CIA, they, they're showing their ass in terms of what they think, in terms of whether or not black women need prote equal protection also. 21-year-old Stephanie Flores. <clears throat> Vandersloat slated to be transported to Alabama to face federal extortion charges from 2010 for allegedly demanding a quarter of a million dollars from Holloway's mother in exchange mm. for information. Yo, that is, he's a sick little bastard man not only did he do that he tried to extort the mom for money what a piece of shit to alabama to face federal extortion charges from 2010 for allegedly demanding a quarter of a million dollars from holloway's mother in exchange for information about where her daughter may be buried oh yeah he's he's a sick one he's a certified piece of shit like aruban authorities say vandersloat was the last person to see holloway before she went missing yeah, the last time I saw her, she was sitting in the on the sand by the ocean. He spoke to ABC News in 2006 and denied killing her. Her body was never found. And the ambassador telling ABC News that his country... And, and he's sick. He did it. He did it because... Why would you then go on to... This is... Ugh. Why would you then go on to tell the mom, like, if you want to tell you where the body is, send me a quarter of a... Uh, quarter of, was it quarter of a million so that's what two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for information what an idiot country and the u.s are partnering on this extradition and that van der sloat will be transferred from that prison in southern peru under and i want you to hear that key that keyword the partnering part right these are countries coming together partnering to protect their women right found and the ambassador telling ABC News that his country and the U.S. are partnering on this extradition and that Vandersloat will be transferred from that prison in southern Peru under Peruvian security. The ambassador also says once Vandersloat faces justice here, he will return to Peru to serve out that sentence there. Oh, snap. 
So they're they're even willing to work it out to where he already did two decades there. They're willing to send him out here to the U.S. and then send him back to Peru to make sure he completes the sentence. I'm with the shits. Listen, I'm with it. But at the same time, I would like to see the same justice for Shanquilla. Yeah, so then, yeah, that that's the end of the, the clip at the 2 minute 13 second mark. Um... Yeah, so um, what I was kind of trying to say, because I, I kind of low-key just woke up a little bit too, but um, what I, one of the things I wanted to say is I, I will toy with the idea, especially as we're going into the summer and I have more time, about, um, I know I had done a podcast a while back where I had, vi- you know, vid- videos so that you could see what I'm clicking on, and I really like doing raw reactions to things. Um... And Anchor doesn't, you, you get monetized for doing the, the audio, but not the, the video part. But sometimes I feel like there would be more connectivity and more engagement if you could see what I'm seeing. Um, and a part of me does want to kind of cover the news a little bit more. Um, another interesting thing at the time I'm recording this is that uh, Lori Vallow Debo was found guilty on all, co- all points. On all counts, <laughs> I just woke up, so bear with me. Um, but that that's that's really good news as well too. Um, let me see what what else is is up here. So there's some border issues going on out here, not just in California but also Texas, all of the the border states. It is way more serious, and I think a lot of us, you know, can can talk to. Another interesting one that came up, too, um, and this is my one of my favorite content creators that talks about, like, socioeconomical stuff. So I saw from her first, but if you if you go to the news breakdown, this is this came out, too. Jimmy Allen and pregnant wife Alexis filed for divorce weeks before a sexual assault lawsuit. Now that headline is interesting in and of itself. Um, the Jimmy Allen, for those of you who don't know, and I've never heard of the guy, and um, short of of what I you know heard from the other content creator, but he is a country singer, and um, he was supposed to be in the same lineup with Tim McGraw for their like CMA or Country Music Awards stuff. Um, like I said, surprised I haven't heard any of his stuff. I do listen to country music here every once in a while. One of my favorites is like, I'm thankful for the weekend, but two days in heaven just ain't gonna do. And his bass is his voice is like really deep bass type of thing. Mm. It's one of my favorite country songs. But um, if I tell you how disturbing. He um actually is facing, it was so bad, and I can understand why they dropped him immediately. And I mean, they dropped him quicker than a hot hot potato on fire, dipped in kerosene, with an explode with like explosives in it because apparently he um and it is so graphic that I don't even think for for his potty mouth as I am. I don't even feel comfortable saying like all the details, but if you do look into Jimmy Allen, um, the things that he did to this young lady, and you can tell she's on the younger side too because of 
what some of the stuff that she went through um yeah no this this they need to take him off the streets like immediately um but again if you look even at her picture like this is from people um but there obviously has to be other news because this one is talking about their divorce but there's going to be other stuff to talk about like the sexual assault lawsuit and um but you can see here she's a preference you know some people are saying she's biracial one of the the um, people in the comments that follows the content creator that i listened to she said that she went to school with him um and so the girl that is supposed to be his wife is biracial but could have fooled me (laughs) you know she's definitely i i pegged her for just straight full-blown caucasian or hispanic um to be quite honest like usually sometimes you can kind of detect a little something something like a little flavor in there but they're mm, okay if they're saying that um but you know this is one of those scenarios where i don't think she would be dating him unless there was he's worth two million um and she's pregnant with the second child and this is a this is crazy too because he um you know, according to him, got married to to this person, but he's out here cheating on her, you know, um, and I just kind of wonder, like, from a woman's perspective, like, did she not see the red flags, but I mean, to her, this is like her not trying to fumble the bag, but I'm, I'm in a space where I feel like if women understand how easy it is for us to get our own bag, we don't even have to depend on these XYs, and so... I don't know what all is going on with her community, you know, um, type of a thing. But I feel like for our girls, I'd be like, listen, let me show you how to get to your two million without you having to put yourself in a situation where you're getting embarrassed, getting cheated on, getting and and it's to the point where she should be worried if she has like STDs, you know, like I'm not even while she's worrying about the second pregnancy and then once he gets convicted and goes hauled off to jail like I don't know to what degree she'll be able to um retain some of the money so so that she can take care of her children and herself I imagine that maybe out of the two million and and again it could be net worth so I don't know how much of that is liquid or whatever what have you but um um if she gets a good probably like one meal out of it she'll be all right she'll be okay i don't know that it's worth the humiliation but um another one that i wanted to talk about too but then i'm gonna let you guys go is um what's going on with the lake of tulare out here in california and i find it quite interesting too that that is a um you know how it's the reverse of a man-made lake so it was a natural lake and this family decades ago um drained it and they were selling the water which is supposed to be a natural resource i i know that i've been learning the language of how we are so anti-nature and anti-mother nature and anti-feminine in so many ways so or anti-divine goddess earth or that type of thing but um long story short people started to live on there and they started to farm on there and they had cotton fields they had cotton fields um so that that should kind of give you a clue or a little you know idea of, of what they were up to 
and um now that the water is starting to resurface and i'm talking about like it is miles and miles out of just water and i think it's karma at its finest um if you kind of understand that california was named after one of the um i think it was like a black amazonian goddess but her name was like cali uh let me see I know I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I'm a, a little bit like still waking up. So, Calafia. Calafia is described as a, as a black warrior queen who ruled the mythical island of California. Island was inhabited only by black women who lived like Amazon warriors. Calafia wore armor made of fish bones and used weapons made of gold and commanded um, an army of griffins. Okay, what are griffins? It's based on a, on a novel. Let me see. Um, was Queen Calafia a real person? It is a fictional queen of the island, although island, we're not an island. Um, first introduced by 16th century poet Garci Rodriguez de Montalvo in an epic novel of chivalry, Las Sergas de Esplendian. The Adventures of Esplendian was written around 1510. Um, the novel was so popular in Spain that when conquistadores reached the tip of the Baja peninsula they thought they'd found the fabled island of california and named it accordingly so that's a little bit of our history um but the reason i say that too is that there is um there's another um there's a goddess of water and when you kind of understand how she works you kind of understand some of the things that are happening here like with the flooding of the cities and stuff um, let me see. And it's, I, I, I want to say, is it, it's not yummy, y'all. I think there's another one. And I've been meaning to do my research on this one. Is it Ocean? Ocean is the goddess of sweet waters. There's another one, though. Yamiya is depicted as a queenly mermaid. Yamiya is considered the ocean mother goddess in Santeria. It could be Yamiya, but um, there were there, and this is why I I think the only thing holding me back from coming on and doing the commentary is because I would prefer to show you the videos of what I'm seeing, but at the same time, Yamoja. Yamoja, Yamoja. Uh, um, I can show you like how some of the stuff, some of the areas are affected. Is not remiss on me. I feel like a little bit of it is kind of <clears throat> Mother Earth doing her thing. But y'all, I'm gonna let you go. Oh, y'all, this is, look at this, this is um, Tyler Henry. And so then if I, if I go ahead and record the video, 
you'd be able to just and it's very raw like this one it says Tyler Henry who's a um he's a medium Hollywood medium I'm not I've probably seen two clips on him so I'm not endorsing his show at by any stretch of the imagination but it says Tyler Henry convinces Kenya Moore to stop reaching out to her to a strange mother oh my gosh that is so sad I I really like Kenya um I think given the circumstances she was up against she has done well for herself um which brings me to another topic. There was a there was a content creator I was watching and she was talking about how this young lady, bless her heart, she is I think 29 or she had just turned 30 and the guy that she was dating for a couple of years had just turned 39. So she's 30 and he's 39. And when they went to premarital counseling, <clears throat> the pastor asked her asked them like who is going to be the leader in the, in the relationship. And he like, I mean, he's like, I'm going to be the leader in the relationship. Like doesn't even allow her to speak or talk or anything. He's like, I'm good. I'm the man. I'm the head of the household, whatever, what have you. And I hate, I hate that a lot of us women second guess ourselves. Um, and I think that a lot of us haven't trusted our intuition, but I, but so she asked a, a guy, um, one of her male friends and he was, I don't know what he told her because it was a TikTok and he was sharing how she came to him. And but she said that the woman asked him, she's like, I was shocked by his answer because um, when we sat down to talk about the bills, because they had been dating for a couple of years at this point, I imagine they were living together. He he had a conversation with her about, OK, we're going to split the bills like 50 50. You pay half and I pay half. And so. Both of them don't have children, so the odds are she's going to try to have children before the age of 35. And he's he's nine years older than her, so he should have way more money than her. But he's wanting her to not only have children, I imagine, but also split the bills 50-50. And so she's like, it's really strange to me that he would ask me to go 50-50 on the bills. But when they asked him, in, you know, before the marriage type of thing, like, who's going to be the leader and it's like if i'm paying half the bills i want i want say too and the person was in the commentary and i don't they weren't i'm not trying to bash them and i'm intentionally not being too descriptive of who it was but it was one of the things where it's kind of like i feel like her family failed her like and and i talk a little this is gonna be i don't want to go too much longer but <clears throat> i talk about like how my parents did the best that they could but they didn't have the the type of information where I think a lot of other people do um I've talked about this if you know you kind of know a little bit but I am I'm wanting to keep this short too so but it's like her mom her mom wasn't telling her hey let's have this conversation with them before he moves in she or or her aunties weren't having this conversation with her or her the women around her or her friends weren't able to have that conversation. So I feel like sometimes it's so easy when you are the one who's in the right and in the clear and you're like, oh, she's a dummy. She should have seen the signs like she should have known that he was going to um, try to do the, you know, 50 50, but only when it's um I'm the leader, but only until it's time to pay the bills type of a thing. It's like, y'all, we need to have a little... I'm going to use the grace word. I'm, I I remember I went off on a whole tantrum about the word grace. But if you know, like, 
it's kind of messed up. It is a little bit of indictment because I wonder, like, how many of these people who are know-it-alls, like, are you are you having these conversations with your nieces? Hmm? Are you? Are you? Are you having these conversations with your daughters? Hmm? Are you? And I feel like with peers and with friends, we're all, like, I've talked about this before, like, we're all going through the same life stages, so it's not like they know that much more than me and we try to figure stuff out, but in a way it could be better to have older friends but it's just kind of like there was another thing i wanted to talk about too there was uh i think it was on was it on it wasn't oh was it on people entertainment let me see if i can scroll down because i already i know i watched it i can go back there was a, a video of a woman oh there was one more thing i wanted to say about that too you can kind of tell like there's some people that i gravitate towards and then you start to hear like their religious beliefs start to you know, like when you have a well and the well cracks and you have um, water start to seep in or whatever. Um, you can start to tell when their religious beliefs start to go in and taint the water of what I fully believe. And um, you can also start to tell when they're kind of married and or um, are raising boys. It kind of does cloud the type of information that a woman needs to get because when I was listening to this woman it's like oh I'm pretty sure she has sons because some of the things she's saying she immediately flipped over into like speak life into them because that's what she would want her sons to hear and it's kind of like ma'am I really wish you all the best but I mm. oh there was something else I wanted to and then we're done done you know what no 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 I want to address this but I might bring it up again and then we're I'm just gonna I'm gonna skip over the one I was talking um there's a video uh I could go to my history turn the volume off um it was on Inside Edition. There's a video. It says, husband pushes son's birthday cake in wife's face. And so some of the women are telling her, like, you know, you should get a divorce um, type of a thing. Because the way he did it was not nice at all. And so she went, she went in, cleaned herself up, talked to her dad and stuff. And so um, I think some people are kind of trying to undermine her. But again, it comes back to like... I think women as a whole, we've always had an inclination or intuition that something is wrong. And we don't trust ourselves enough to say, like, I don't like what you did. I It's enough for me to walk away. And and so when you read the comments, you can see people trying to make her second guess herself. Like, oh, imagine getting a divorce just for something like that. No. And this is why I feel like there's two things that kind of will just not be a thing of the future in the age of Aquarius and one is marriage and I, I have to spend more time to unpack this but also the idea of having a father in the home because I've talked about this a little bit my dad didn't have a father in the home and he grew up to be a phenomenal like not only dad and husband to the best of his ability but you have like my my siblings that had a two-parent home conservative Christian school no tv no no um listening to secular music trying to you know do all the right things strict in church three times a week um type of a thing and 
it's to the point where like my ears are not even pierced okay wasn't allowed to wear makeup long dresses whatever what have you 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 would have never known like they still chose the same outcomes as like single parent homes like really just complete waste of time so, those two things and i feel like the whole thing with marriage is that i don't think it's worth you tying yourself down to make it seem like oh there's this bond oh my god so there's a clip of sharita sharita jakes and she's like oh this newer generation out here is trying to make it so easy to walk away from a marriage it says in sickness and in health till death do us part in sicker or poor and it's kind of like okay so forget that these you know these men are are being um financially abusive domestically abusive emotionally abusive right when you talk about um even the the steve crowder guy right and his whole thing was kind of like why would she divorce me i didn't lay hands on her i didn't do anything to her we were just having a dispute and everybody could look at that five minute clip and and see that that was going you know to hell in a handbag basket real quick right and it's like i don't think we should have to tough those things out i don't think it's worth it if you want companionship do the companionship get your seven years you know most marriages last seven years do your seven years you know get yourself a good trust or goodwill or good insurance policy and just keep it pushing like you know um and i know it's not a popular opinion someone from that came from a two-parent home there was another thing I wanted to talk about, too, that, um, oh, the Black Lives Matter thing. This is so interesting. I feel like the whole Black Lives Matter with the, the new, and I don't even know his name, and I'm deliberately kind of being obtuse about it because when I think back to all the times when I was like, oh, Black Lives Matter and type of thing, and I was really out here, like, for real, like, laced up in these boots and had my cape on it's just ridiculous y'all i feel like this this whoever this new person is um he had robbed 42 people and assaulted three people i'm guessing most likely they were women but the details i'm pretty sure are gonna be come out and be splashed all over the news and we will talk about it more in depth when it comes up but and when you read the comments, some people were like, he didn't hurt anybody. Why did they do this to him? And I'm like, if you've never been robbed before, okay, then you can't speak for the trauma that those people, the 42 people that were robbed, what they will have to carry with them for the rest of their life. 42. Okay. Willing to bet that the three people that he assaulted more than likely were women but at the same time even if it's other dudes it's like you guys have to hold these men accountable because they're i'm reading in all the the like different stuff like guy taking his you know football coach takes his um taking his daughter to school gets killed um father tries to interfere with a, a fight in in, in an escalator or whatever or on a um elevator gets killed has a whole family at home like even the man on black man on black mind crime like when are y'all gonna call this out so um it's like 
now the family wants to come and they want to sue. When I tell you I am so back the blue, it's to the point where y'all are not even going to like me to a certain degree. I, I'm not going to be, I don't know that I can be out here all the way back the blue. Like we're in the logo, but I, I just might be like this 4th of July. I'm just might be. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, so where were all these people, the, you know, um, remember when I was talking about how we, we, the black collective tore up Cincinnati for this boy come to find out he had all of these like warrants and it's like, where was his family when he had like the first warrant, the second warrant, the third warrant, the fourth warrant, the fifth warrant, the sixth warrant, the seventh. And I kept going on and on until I hit the number of warrants. And it was in the, I think it was like 19 warrants. Where were the church members and the ambassadors and his neighbors and all these people who stormed into the courthouse when it was time for him to, to go to trial or whatever? Or, or whenever that, that stuff happened with his incident. And it's the same thing too. Like where were all his family members, his parents, his friends, his family, whatever, what have you. When he robbed the first person. When he robbed the second person. When he robbed the third person. When he robbed the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth, the ninth, the tenth, the eleventh, the twelfth, the thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth. 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th. 31st, 32nd, 33rd, 34th, 35th, 36th, 37th, 38th, 39th, 40th person. Where were they when he robbed the 41st person? When he robbed the 42nd person? Where were they when he assaulted not the first person, not the second, but the third person? Where were these, where, where's all these people that are out here riding and angry in these streets? I'm not, I'm not, I'm wherever this place is that BLM is going, I'm not going. And, and, and then it takes me to the next point of like, not just backing, back in the blue, but do black lives really matter? Because one of the names I'm definitely going to remember in 2023 is the name of Ariana Preston. Okay. Ariana Preston was one of these young black women that I talk about anytime you ask a young black woman what it is that she wants to do she wants to be a lawyer she wants to be a doctor she wants to do all these different things to pour back into her community right and Ariana Preston was a in the police department for three years and this past Saturday at the time I'm recording this so let me see if I can pull up the calendar. I never quite figured out how to do it on this one. So at the time I'm recording this, is Friday, May 12th. So last Saturday, she should have walked the stage to receive her JD. She was going to be a lawyer, and she said because she wanted to help the community, right? And she had just gotten home from working her shift, and these four bandits shot her to death they shot her in the neck and in the face and the way it happened is there was one of the the four people was a black woman black girl that told her boyfriend she wanted barbecue money okay and with before they shot this officer they had already went on a crime spree and they have a map showing like they had hit up six different people they stole a red car from someone 
they pushed an elderly person and stole their purse. And I think one other, like several robberies leading up to, to her, her, um, to them killing her. And, um, these were black people, right? So, but there's no outrage for that. Like, where is the whole outrage for Black Lives Matter? And when you start to realize how much these people, especially if you're supposed to be black officers in the black community, how much labor and care and dedication to go keep showing up to these locations where you're just catching hell and smoke from all sides trying to make a difference. And here's the thing, like even with the Ariana Preston thing, one of the last people on her last shift that she had arrested was a young um, black lady, young black girl. And when they told her that Ariana Preston had been killed later that night, that young lady cried. And I feel like it even just speaks to even the difference of how us women are because I think that the reason women and men lash out are for completely different reasons. And by the time usually when a woman is lashing out is because she's been hurt so bad. And even with that person being her arresting officer and whatever it was that she was out doing, it just kind of speaks to the type of person that Ariana Preston was, that she was still trying to pour into the people around her. And, you know, this is why I feel like, and it kind of sucks too, because I remember I was talking to somebody the other day and I, I, (laughs) y'all, if I really told you... (laughs) For as quiet and introverted as I am, I meet celebrity people all the time. (laughs) Uh, It's to the point where I have actually seen pictures before the media does. And I... (laughs) But... um, I was talking to this one lady and so she... um, assumed because I was black that I would be pro Black Lives Matter because somebody's doing a documentary on her and this guy was known for being kind of like doing a like a I want to say a docu-series but he was involved in in a lot of the stuff having to do with the Black Lives Matter movement and the George Floyd and she was surprised I didn't know him but it's a black guy so then that should tell you even furthermore I'm just whatever and stuff and so she was kind of like trying to read my face for a reaction and I was just kind of like oh she's assuming that just because I'm black I'm gonna be pro black lives matter not in the way that they view it and I think that for me it's very important to to state that I'm very like pro black women's life matter pro black children's lives matter in the sense of like when I talk about that I always talk about one of the first the, the the two babies, most of you that have been with me for a while, um, January, between January 1st and January 5th of 2023 of this year, Brianna uh, Doyle and baby Gray Grayson. So that should tell you that when I, those are the type of children that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about these bandits that are out here um, just wreaking havoc and having 42 robberies and assault and murders and everything under their belt you know baby Grayson was only six months old and Brianna Doyle was only two days old like those are the lives that matter to me you know 
And coincidentally, those were crimes that were done by other black people. And Brianna, that was by her own, her own father threw her into the river. And with Grayson Gray, he was in his car seat and some teenagers were driving by shooting at each other and a stray bullet went and hit baby Grayson in his, um, while he was in his, in his mom's car and in, um, in his car seat. And so if, if you're going to ask me what, you know, and it, it's not always the most popular opinion. I think sometimes when people talk to you, they do want to empathize, I think with me and my persona and my personality. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of like, I'm not pro bandit behavior. I'm not pro like, you know, I, 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 if I'm going to advocate for somebody, they need to choose someone else because I'm not going to be putting my good name. Okay. On somebody who did 42 robberies. The reason I say that too is because I know what it's like to be on the receiving end. I think even like when, with somebody trying to break into my house, kind of figure that he wanted to not just take things from me but also my from my physical my body and that is something that I carry with me every night when I have to go to bed and lock down my windows and my doors and make sure that I'm safe and when I'm talking to my niece or other women in general about safety so don't come to me telling me that no one was harmed when 42 people were harmed it messes with your psyche it causes you anxiety and it really warps how you view the world for the rest of your life. You know, yes, there's monetary stuff that's associated with it. But psychologically, the scars that cannot be seen are the ones that cut the deepest and, you know, go with you and and stuff like that. And, and, and usually these people tend to escalate. But anyways, those are my thoughts. This is just kind of like my news type of things i wanted to just kind of clarify on that and and, and at the same time to get to throw in the, the tribute for um ariana preston it's to the point where i feel like i think what i might do is um because i've mentioned i want to get the yellow camaro the zlz one z l one um i might just get a little like the flag and i'll just put like a memory of ariana preston and like i say there there are for how many stories there are, you know, throughout the year, I think that her story struck me the most. And anytime and somebody brings up like Back the Blue or Black Lives Matter, like she's gonna, I want to carry her memory with me the same way that I carry baby Grayson Gray and um, Brianna Doyle, you know, carry their stories and keep their memories alive and really make sure that their memories are not lost in vain you know like they're the the things that they experience do not go in vain just because of certain talking points you know and and undermining what what's really happening out like i said i refuse to use my good name to cover a bandit that was wreaking havoc on 42 like 45 lives leading up to this if you want me to be pro Black Lives Matter, like be some, make it be something that matters, you know, somebody that's that, you know, I don't think that criminalizing people that are trying to keep our streets clean is going to be. Now, do we have bandits out here? Like, do we have cops out here that are punching pregnant women 
Yeah, we do. And and so then that to me, that if you if BLM decided to be like, you know what, let's get angry about this cop punching and kicking a pregnant woman, I I could get behind that. Absolutely, I could. You know, but I'm not going to do it for someone who has 42 robberies under his belt. Me being a victim of, of like, I don't even like to use the word victim, of, but it's like me having been, been on the receiving side of having somebody in, be intrusive, you know, trying to intrude on that and, and understanding how it affects me for the rest of my life and how I move. Yeah, no, not doing it. I'm not saying that it's justified to take people's lives out, but if you're talking about law enforcement trying to make split executive decisions, just the other day I was watching, I think it was like, there are so many stories I was telling my mom that I, I'm starting to merge them all, but there, this is within the last 48, maybe 48 to 72 hours, um, this police officer was chasing somebody who I think had escaped from prison and... Oh, no, no. Okay, I remember what it was. They had just finished committing a crime. And so the police officer had been called out because I remember it was a white car. And the the boy saw him and jumped into the car and they sped off. So the, the police officer took pursuit. And so when they jumped out of the car, the police officer was chasing one of them. And he turns around and shot him in the knee. And so it, at that point, the, I think like they said the guy had to decide like in a split decision... Do I let him run through the compound and endanger in, in somebody else's life? Or do I push through the pain and contain this person? And it was like he pushed through the pain and was able to contain the, contain the guy. And it's like, you mean to tell me that these people are out here risking their lives and have to make decisions about, you know, all the other little kids that could be running around here and, you know, mothers and students and everything and decide to put their life on the line for us day after day after day and we're gonna turn our backs on them and it's like we're we're gonna is that is that what we're doing is that what we're gonna do you know and yeah again i just when i think of like the whole ariana preston thing it's like it really sucks because she had her whole life ahead of her and i feel like Sometimes we like to gaslight people and say like, oh, how come they don't go back in their community and you're too good for you? No, especially after the Ariana Preston thing, I'm going to tell you, like, get out of Dodge, like save yourself because, you know, and I really do feel like that's a divine message because we're at a point in time where people don't even value your own lives. Go to college, get your degree and get out of there. Get out of that community and let them save themselves. The people who want say to be saved, you know, they will they will seek for it and they will get out of it. And, and that's why I talk a lot about how I really do feel like a lot of us think that we can motivate people out of certain things. I don't think that that's the case. I think that we're born kind of having an idea of what we want for ourselves and if you are surrounded by people who are committed to just living a life of crime, there is no rehabbing or reforming them or trying to make help make them make better choices. And sometimes we say like, oh, it's because maybe they're in a single parent home or this community. No, like I said, I've seen it before. And I think I, even myself, too, I, I there's just certain things I'm not going. I'm not doing it. And 
same thing with her too it's like she decided she wanted to be a better person and then that against people who are committed like those people they're not going to be reformed they're not going to say like oh i wish i had never shot her let me rethink about it oh that's her mom i'm so sad no absolutely not you know all right y'all so let me go i have to try to figure out um what to title this and i'll go ahead and upload it i'll talk to you on the flip side bye